3: Oh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Everybody, the full scale outdoors podcast. I'm Dave Lukesville. You are in for a treat. Not only are you going to get waterfall Wednesday on a Thursday, yeah, you're getting one this week, you're not even going to have to listen to me for much longer. woo. Win win all the way around. Now we're going to do something uh, a little bit different right now. Nick J is down south guiding, and uh, he did a podcast with the Nietzsche's Bros podcast. So you can go check them out. I believe they're on Patreon. So, yeah, he sat down with uh, Ben, Josh, and Jordan from the Nietzsche Bros podcast, and uh, he just sent me those files. So I'm going to upload them, put this, slap this thing together, and uh, get it up for you You guys and get some Waterfall Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, we'll spread some love. So check out the Nietzsche Bros podcast on this week's Waterfall Wednesday of the Full Scale Outdoors podcast. Enjoy.
4: And now <laughs> the moment you
3: all been waiting for. Well yeah,
5: brothers.
4: The lucky H D spinner giveaway thinger McBother.
5: <laughs> and uh that started off
6: really yeah. aggressive. Yeah, we're,
5: uh, we're giving away a yeah.
4: lucky H D spinner for yeah. January.
5: Yep. Uh that's start random hold on. Random, random. number
4: dot org slash Yep, got it right here, dude. Niner. So we're going to com .com or
5: Niner. Right, right and so we have, uh, yes, we're giving away our January prize. And Ben, give a little more details about it real quick because you know the most about it.
4: Well, we wanted to give away the new Lucky Spinner uh, with the black and white wings and the magnetic stop so the white's down. But those are out of stock, so we went with the OG, the Lucky HD, uh, very nice spinner. That's what we still use here at Big Kansas Outdoors because we didn't buy the new ones because money, and uh, they worked just fine. You have no issues. You know, you'll be a celebrity if you run one of these in your spread, and yeah, you might turn into Chad Belding. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Actually, mm-hmm. he runs Mojos, but same.
6: Well, it's the cool thing spinner. is we can just give away it's one. It's a free price. spinner. Yeah. yeah.
4: Who ain't going to
7: use a free yeah. spinner?
4: Right. Sell it if you want to. Put it in your living room as decor. Who would sell a spinner? Like put That's like your,
7: a gift. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to use this.
4: You know, oh. run some battery leads to Who it. Who doesn't put, put one more garden, spinner out? Let it spin all the time. Why not? It could be a crow deterrent.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: You think? No?
6: I don't know. I'm just like. I wonder if I could spray paint that. It
4: does attract ducks because we used it today. Shot a six man. We also used it today. Shot another twenty five ducks. Um, it's been Remo. <clears throat> what, what three three seconds countdown?
5: No, no, I got the I got the uh, I got the Patreon set up perfectly for uh, yeah. So if you're a paid Patreon, we appreciate it very much. You are one of you forty nine members right now is going to win. So I have it set up. For the 49 that are active paid members, and uh, you ready for this random.org, dude? Let's do it.
4: All
5: right, here we go. All right, and Nick Johnson's in the house tonight,
4: so he's not in the giveaway, but he's not in the giveaway. <laughs> but he Your gets to see better,
5: he gets to see I'll, what the number going to yeah, be. Yeah, let him, let are him, you ready? I'll announce, I'll announce it. I'll announce it. All right, in three, 69, two, <laughs> nice. I wish one.
7: Ooh, number sixteen. That'll be Raquel Johnson.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't for real.
4: Bob
6: Dole. Bob Ross.
4: Are you counting out loud? (laughs) Kind of in your head.
6: It's not Raquel Johnson.
4: She's not even a member.
7: No,
5: she's not. Why not, dude? Because dude, listens on my account. <laughs> the winner of the Lucky Duck is Tanner Spillman, dude. Let's give a round of applause there.
4: Congratulations, Tanner. Illinois.
5: Congratulations, Tanner. Um, uh, dude, i will reach out to you very soon and get your uh, address, and we'll get this mail to you, man. Illinois. Thank you very much for being a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And on that, let's get in this episode, and, dude. In
4: honor of Nick J. being here oh, yeah, yeah, next sorry. month, I say we give away uh, Nick J. Signature Series Goose Call. I hey, got one for let's you. Let's do that. Do it. We'll have him on. with next? snow. it'd have to be the week after next, because next week would be what the later. 30th? <laughs> would that be the 30th, 30th? I don't know.
5: Uh, what? Anyway, yeah. I mean, we'll
4: have Nick on in February before he leaves because he's working till at minimum the eleventh, maybe the twenty-second, and
5: uh, depending on how his wife feels about it or what. Yeah. Okay. Cool. She's been messaging. Can me. we're, relate. We're good. Can relate. I'm sweet
4: talking. Like no issues, That is such a
7: helpful element to me and Raquel's relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. am not good at talking to her, and he just calms her
4: right down.
5: Oh, really, yeah. that's good, man.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man Snatch chat.
5: I guess so, dude. I mean, you kind of do the same thing for Jennifer. So I mean, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
4: me hear here for what I can.
5: Yeah, appreciate you know? that. All right. Well, this is. Need some... Oh, yeah, dude. Ben's the husband whisperer. Or the wife whisperer?
2: Yeah.
5: Hmm? What? <laughs> huh? The husband whisper. The
7: wife whisper. maybe. All right,
4: so congratulations. Uh, everyone listening, yeah. tell your friends. We try to give away something nice every single month. Yeah. If we get more Patreons, the prizes will get bigger and better. That's what we kind of set out to do from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not trying to, you know, put... Tons of money in our pocket, because we're making no money right now, but uh, <laughs> we're giving it back to you guys, because we appreciate the holiday, and we just have a blast doing the shit.
5: So. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Big time. So, we'll get into the introductions here, as always. Sitting across from me is, uh, Ben likes to, no, <laughs> eat curry guy, uh, so, <laughs> wow, yeah, no, and don't uh, like curry. you don't stinks. like curry? It's stinky. Mm, of course. Ah, oh, dude, curry's good, though. What? Jordan?
4: Curry's And nine eleven. Kenny Curry.
5: Oh. All right. Damn. Oh, <laughs> well, I mean
7: I did say you, we should start off an episode with uh Ben's theories every episode. <laughs> I,
2: don't know.
5: I mean we can do that. I mean Don't
7: get me a up. Hear about that barbed wire coming down on the border wall, Ben? Yeah. It's still up. Still
5: up He already sent me some still uh up. videos of that, so let me yep. get yep. into that if you want yep. to. And as always, Diagonal for me kitty is Caddy Corner, Kitty Corner, Kitty, kitty Corner, Caddy.
4: I've heard people BK. say that before,
5: Caddy
6: yeah. Corner. That's what
4: we say, Caddy yeah. Corner. That's, that's right. what Caddy say catty corner? corner. In yeah, Canada, they say Kitty Corner. I'm like, what the what? fuck? What is it? About? Duck, duck,
5: well, goose if or duck, duck, gray duck? They came down to duck. the
6: adult part of North America. Whoa, time out.
5: What? Hold on, sorry, Jordan. What was that, Nick? Is it duck, duck, goose or what? Duck,
7: duck, 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 goose or duck, duck, gray duck?
5: It's duck, duck, goose here
7: in it's, Kansas yeah, for sure. I
6: think, duck was, duck goose. I think it was gray duck up in Minnesota. I'm pretty sure it is in other places as well.
5: Dude, when I went to elementary school, it was duck duck goose, dude. It
6: is duck duck goose. Right. Yeah. right. Also easier to say.
5: All right. So anyway,
6: sorry. Hi, Jordan. this guy. <laughs> hey, it's nice to
5: shoot coyotes,
6: guys. Hey, hey, dude. I actually got it. On, I'm so happy about it. He's
5: on the board with his coyote, and he is going to post this one on YouTube.
6: Maybe next week. And You got next a coyote?
7: Year. Yeah. Is that first one for you?
6: No, it's, like, the first one since I actually, like, started putting cameras on stuff. I used to kill a coyote, like, every roundup. Yeah. And then I started putting cameras on, and... What's a roundup? We'll get... ATV stuff? No. You don't know about the roundups? Hold
5: on, we'll uh, get into oh, it. we'll get First into introduction. it. And then sitting to my left is Nick likes to poop his pants in Ben Webster's house guy. Let's
6: give it Woo! up. Yes. It, it happened again. <laughs> it happened again. They say lightning doesn't strike you know, twice. He
5: shows up to Kansas and the food just hits him different, so he just got to poop a little bit, you know? In I his know. pants. More than a little.
6: Yeah. And, and I'm Josh. Straight to GTA 3. Oh, and, Josh shit. and I suck.
5: Yeah, thank you, and welcome to episode 61. So,
6: Josh does his taxes right before podcast, guys. That's how Jewish Josh is.
7: <laughs> I showed up Jew. here, and I'm looking at the computer that he's got sitting right next to me. I'm like, are you doing
4: your fucking taxes? Was just you was Tell him what you said in the kitchen.
5: I was just sending what a... I, oh,
7: I had to pee before the episode, and I asked Josh, <laughs> is it all right if I... If a circumcised wiener uses your restroom, yes.
5: <laughs> of course I mean, I'm not. I'm not a real Jew because the menorah has come down. It's okay. <laughs>
7: I listen to the podcast and I don't know if you're Jewish or not. I
5: guess. Did you hear? Can you grab? Can says you, that dreidel. You than, yeah. Do you see the size of my dreidel over here?
4: Holy dreidel!
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is not made out of clay. It is made out of air and. Uh, it might
4: be cooler if it was.
5: It's a big blow-up dreidel. Yeah, it's a big blow-up dreidel. I'll have to post yeah. a picture of it. But um, first that. of all, <laughs> first off.
4: Explain right. what a coyote roundup Yeah, is. let's
5: hear about this coyote roundup.
4: Jordan, We have congrats. talked about it before, but for our new members okay. and for Nick J's
6: so health. So the easiest description of it, you know what a deer drive is? Uh, when a bunch of drunken
7: idiots walk through the woods and push deer out to one other drunken idiot on the other end of the woods. So it's kind
6: of like that. Yeah just with way more Amish guys minus nice the i uh if they're not married it's just hungover Amish guys sometimes oh, You can drink before you're married well then you're still in rumspringa oh wait. i thought you had to Most leave the, the colony to do that i i thought
5: rumspringa was just like a week to, or week or two long thing dude i
7: thought it was as long as you wanted
5: Damn, it, it to a, be it was rumspringa
6: is 16 at 16 To can do married in most of them, what? What? I and thought you can it was still re- live at home.
2: I yeah, why not? I or thought it was
6: moved like, out and still, you know, whatever. Hmm. Hmm. That'd be cool. Honestly, it's that would a be mess. mess is what it is, <laughs> dude.
7: That'd be great. Just like have a ten year period of your life where you're allowed to be a fuck up.
4: It's and basically then just, what life is, though.
6: Kind of yes. They just went and gave it a name. Yeah. Where all of us are like, oh, it's college. And then the, other, the rest the rest of us that don't go to college are like, what do we call this time? What do we Almost have? like it's rumspringa Oh, cool. Nice. Let's do that.
4: So basically what happens is they all get in a horse trail and drive around, which is very safe in itself.
5: <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially carrying
6: shotguns. Two a by two net? mile
4: <laughs> sections of ground and then walk
6: in. Oh, okay. Shotguns only. Okay. Four shot and smaller. Okay, so supposed to be. Is this what you got on film? Was Mm -hmm. doing this?
7: Okay, I thought. Are you into calling coyotes? Uh, I would like to, but I haven't done it much. I can hook you up with a guy named Phil Schmidt, uh, who can. That sounds like he's a he's an over the road trucker now. He's a a former guide. He's who taught me how to guide in the first place when I was between sixteen and twenty
4: two. Oh, that's a little young. Groomed me. Talk, <laughs> talk about
7: talk about Rumspringer experiences over However, here. <laughs> uh, he's got all day to talk, and he loves to teach people about anything hunting related. And if uh, I'll, I'll give you his phone number, you can talk to <clears> Phil <throat> about calling coyotes. And yeah, he'll 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 give you the rundown.
6: you have to do that because that that's something. Well, around here coyotes are a little bit on the stubborn side, and I'm really kind of curious. Uh, they're on the what? The stubborn side, like oh, stubborn coyotes around here are hard. Okay, just always hard.
7: Yeah, now now since Phil uh, has moved his career to an over the road trucker thing, like he's killed coyotes in like, God, I want to say like, thirteen or fifteen states or something like that. Oh yeah, he just parks at like where everybody all the truckers are parked and grabs his rifle and walks off into the wilderness and calls coyotes (laughs) on like those time periods where you're not allowed to drive truck.
6: Ever since the e-logs? Yes, yes,
7: mm-hmm.
4: yes. Oh, yeah. when he should be sleeping. Yeah. When he should be sleeping, he's
7: out there <laughs> calling coyotes. Mm-hmm. Then he gets into his truck. Only two fatalities so far, though.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Not counting coyotes, I assume. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: So i got a topic. Why did Josh doesn't like to hunt? Guy didn't hunt this Oh, week? yeah.
5: I've I just seen that comment from Aubrey, and I gave it a little like on the old Patreon page. And, um, well... <clears throat>
4: And didn't come for gumbo. I
5: didn't. Pretty big oh. slap in the face. It was a pretty busy weekend, and so I apologize, Aubrey, for not making it. Didn't see you, so I'll give you kisses next time.
4: He just text me and said not accepted.
5: Yeah, that's fine. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> but you're right, I did miss out on an epic haunt Saturday morning. You guys. On Sunday. And Sun. Well... I didn't. I honestly didn't go Sunday because I wanted to watch the Bills game, and then my fucking Buffalo Bills ended up losing. So, mm. whatever. Did you guys even make it back to watch the game, or what? What, what time did you make it back?
2: Second
5: <sighs> half. Yeah, the I think one I that... got
4: right. I got. I think I got back like with I don't know four or five minutes left in the second quarter. Mm-hmm. We listened to it on our way home.
6: Yeah. Was... At the gas station did. knew.
4: I'm not gonna lie. Big fan of radio football.
5: Yeah. We listen to it on like XM or what, or uh, the, no, I was on the, the oh the channels, chief so oh dude you know. yeah Mitch Holstis is yeah. a great announcer dude, for the Kansas City awesome. Chiefs.
6: He's awesome. Dude. My uncle will put it on TV and <clears throat> run the radio. Yeah, separate. I've heard a lot of guys do that. Yeah, because it's way more exciting that way.
5: Oh yeah, well that's like watching KU basketball games when Bob or uh, yeah um, Bob. Uh,
6: Dole?
5: No, Saget. No. Maybe it wasn't Bob
7: That's some old guy But the sister. KU The
5: <laughs> KU announcer forever Was phenomenal Ross?
4: Bob Ross?
5: No Anyways um, But yeah Mitch Holters for the Chiefs is, Bob Aronson? No uh, He's a great He's a great radio announcer He's he's awesome dude he's just, uh... And uh And yeah My Buffalo Bills ended up losing So pfft, I lost You know Lost out watching on that game And then I lost out hunting So yeah I failed this weekend dude Pretty good job, man. Yeah, Just I know. And then computer. Saturday, I spent most of the day in Wichita with the girls because we had to go over there and get bird feed for, you know, the cockatiel that Jordan decided to cut half its wing off last episode we recorded. So uh, <laughs> that happened so fast, dude. I mean, that. like, <laughs> that's how you know this guy will, will murder people someday. He was like, oh, I whoa, I whoa, whoa. whoa!" I honestly yeah. believe. He was like, where's the scissors at?
2: <laughs>
4: here's, what I think. here's what I think. Jordan is one of those guys, you know, like on... Uh, uh, what's that movie with, or what What are those movies with uh, Keanu Reeves? Uh, uh, John
7: Wick. John, John Wick. Wick. Yeah.
4: You know how they have those coins and they call that guy and he comes and cleans up the oh. bodies and disposes of them? I think that's the Jordan does for people. <laughs> Except they bring him a body and he's like, I can get rid of it.
6: Yeah, like the wolf. That's
4: grinds wait, it Paul up.
5: You sent, you sent me a video the other day on Instagram.
4: That's why them. Chat- oh, no. <laughs> Do you remember this? Yeah the 3am bro that's where them charcoal fucking brats
6: came from I was also hammered I sent a lot of people some video reels basically
5: Jordan sent me a reel on Instagram about you know hitting your boy up at 3 in the morning cause he'd show up with a shovel and uh, boots pretty
6: much <laughs> and uh,
5: I was like hell yeah brother
6: hey there's guys that you'll do that for
4: and another note hunting has been lights out I know. Lights out.
6: Dude, even people that can't hunt are killing stuff.
4: It's stupid. It pisses me off.
6: It, thank God for this I, polar vortex that has
7: shut the people up on Facebook about, about how, how terrible the hunting's been.
4: Dude, my hunt, my season this year has been phenomenal. Oh, like, it's been... Like, top five seasons ever, to be honest with you. Maybe top three. It's been lights out. It still lights out. Yeah. We've been smashing ducks since, since opener on Saturday. Every single day, I'm shooting ducks. We'll throw a goose hunt here or there just to kind of like give our ducks a rest or like, you know, hey, we don't want to run out of ducks because we still got clients until Sunday that want to duck hunt. And it's, but what sucks is you got all these birds everywhere.
6: And they are literally everywhere.
4: I bet you there's a million to two million geese from Hutchinson to the Wichita corridor, like that corridor down 96 Highway. I bet you there, there's that many geese. There. And I think it's just one of those deals with, which, not only is it easy for the outfitters to book, because it's like, hey, we just had a three-week split. It's the best dates of the year. You know, historically, we got tons of mallards, which is 100% true. So, it's easy to book, unless you're Gobby Jai.
6: <laughs> jobby?
4: Yeah, jobby by, And, uh, who somehow couldn't get clients, which amazes me. I don't I don't know how you can <clears> do <throat> that,
6: that. Multiple following. weeks. Yeah, but...
4: <clears throat> Whatever, right? (laughs) But everybody else is booked. And then you got all these locals who have not been hunting all season because I think the hunting's been terrible. We've been smashing them. And now they're driving, you know, to work or whatever. They're starting to see a bunch of birds and they're starting to text their buddies, man, there's birds everywhere. We need to go. Like this, this last nine days, we need to hunt hard. It's been the most overwhelming amount of hunting pressure. I've ever seen in my career.
7: Now that people actually want to go out and they see them when they're driving to work, unreal.
6: Well, with the amount of snows and stuff, there's literally a feed of five k every three miles. Yeah. yeah, like they're just just drive. Yeah. You'll find a feed. Yeah. everywhere, it's and long. then every let like, ten miles, seven miles, you'll find twenty like they're just there.
7: <clears throat> as far as social so media many. went
6: up until this polar vortex though, it was
7: like the worst season ever. You go on Doom anything. And gloom. Doom the and migration gloom. that
6: didn't happen.
7: Right. And uh and now since the polar vortex all you see are these giant piles and I mean that's a good thing it happened. I mean there was lots of, there was a good uh amount of new breeding ducks and uh obviously the arctic geese had a good had a good uh, uh, hatch this year. Yep. There's
6: a lot of gray birds out there.
4: But it's the first time in probably 10 years that the Missouri River in South Dakota froze solid.
6: It was solid? In
4: southern South Dakota has three foot of snow. Wow. Wow. Right now? That's their base. 30 it, or 36 inches. Damn. Did you the hear? Refs are six foot fucking tall.
7: Did you hear the North Dakota um, midwinter survey that they flew had a record amount of Canada geese and mallards in North Dakota?
4: When was the midwinter?
7: It was early January it was before, before this pol- the yeah, polar,
4: yeah, polar vortex before
7: yeah. the polar vortex they had over like i think it was like 300,000 canada geese and the previous record was 22,000 and last year the winter was cold early and they had 30,000 so they went from 30,000 to Ten times yeah yeah, 10 times the amount of birds. And That's the, and they, ridiculous. It finally just got the weather to push them down. Yeah. And when I came home from Canada, um, which was right around, uh, the, I, I got home Halloween night um, or Halloween day, and there there was a lot of snow, a lot of ice. It pushed birds down like where I'm from in Wisconsin, and then it warmed up for the rest of our season. So like when I was driving home, there was a big migration in uh, Wisconsin, and then when I arrived, it warmed up, and that all those birds that had migrated in, Stuck around, but the stuck narrative, out, out. Yeah. the narrative on social media and all from local hunting hunters was how terrible this season has been. So I was going out. We had a fantastic season
6: as well, but I yeah. kind of kept it like pretty yeah. low. Like it's
4: because people weren't going out, they're like, "Oh, it's too
2: warm."
6: Yeah, it's suck. yeah that's it's the thing that confused me. I had the best duck season I've ever had. I didn't kill a shit for geese to start out with. Yeah. This is the second, a second best ducks. duck
4: season I've ever had. It was And we
6: were um, dry. Until the thing is like if you could find any water hole that you could get on, you were gonna find ducks. And I probably so it concentrated birds, especially here, but like even if you only shot half a limit, which I'm perfectly happy with, like you you could find ducks. You could kill ducks. Not a problem.
4: I love the cold, cold, cold weather. It makes hunting so easy but so miserable at the same time. Right. I do not like hunting in it, but as an owner and being like, "Eh, I'll just scout today. (laughs) Um, It's great because the birds are so vulnerable. Like, once they fly, they die. Right. their, Their mind just goes into this survival mode of we have to eat and we have to have water. That is it. Eat and water, eat and water, eat and water. That's all they think about. And all their actual thought process of, you know, Oh, those might be decoys or oh, that's a weird setup, go out the window. They're just like, oh, geese. That Sucked bush right looks
6: weird field. over there. Yeah.
4: And that's why literally, like Jordan said, everyone is killing them. Mm-hmm. Or was. I think it's about to change drastically. We're already seeing geese and ducks in places that they haven't been because of the freeze, but we are thawing at a rapid fucking oh, pace. Yes. It's so, yeah. Yeah. so this
5: might be a really dumb question for still the novice over here. Uh, when the ponds and the river and everything's all frozen up, um, is that why the geese are staying in the fields longer? Is because they just don't have any water to go back to? Or what do they do typically?
4: Well, if there's snow and moisture in the field, they'll stay all day because they don't have to go back and drink. Mm. So birds typically have to eat. They have to get some kind of grit and water after an X amount of period of time. But if there's snow or precipitation all day, water all day. They can get their moisture that they need while eating in the field.
5: Is that why you see, like, outside of geese and everything, whenever it rains a little bit and gets the pavements wet and everything, you see a bunch of birds just flock to the roads and get sand and whatever else kind of shit off the road? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I never thought in, of it that way. I was just... in the
4: field all day long because it's like, why burn the fuel to fly back to water to rest mm-hmm. where we literally can just rest right here in the field.
5: Yeah, because I have noticed like when mm-hmm. I've talked to you about when I went to Wichita to pick up parts recently when everything went super fucking cold. And I drive around at like 1 p.m. in the afternoon and stuff and there's just birds all over in the fields or 11 a.m. There's birds just hanging on these fields. And yep. I've never seen it that way before. <laughs>
7: was it uh, sunny
4: or cloudy? It was sunny. So when it gets extremely cold our lessers will sit and sit and sit yep. and then they'll start yep. flying about 10 mm-hmm. and you'll get a crazy flight at like two, three o'clock.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Like you'll see a feed in the morning and you'll be like, oh, that's probably a huntable number. There'll be 1,500 or 2,000 in the field. But at three, four o'clock, there's 10,000. Because that many birds actually stayed and sat on whatever water or ice hole they had or were trying to open to keep it open. Mm-hmm. The other birds left because either A they had no other choice but to feed because they you know were starving or were cold. And sometimes people say birds don't get cold, but we obviously know that's not true. Right. I have a feeling sometimes they fly just to like what are you do some when you're cold?
5: Yeah. Move. Jumping hey, I, jacks, push ups You move. You're sitting
4: on a hunt. What are you going to do? Hey, I'm going to go find that cripple. I need I need to go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I got to get some... Birds no, leave the them. dog
6: here. I got it. You know right.
4: I mean, I... People say birds don't have that, but I, they obviously do. How, mm-hmm. If they can't feel the cold, why the hell are they leaving?
6: hmm So, one little... I don't know if it's particularly relevant, but I feel like it is. Uh, I got some buddies that do falconry. And so, like, the guys that keep an American kestrel, also known as the sparrowhawk, the small... Little Falcon, those birds, they have to eat every day when it's cold because they burn so many calories when it's Mm -hmm. cold just to stay warm. Mm -hmm. And, like, if if they don't eat, they die. And I have a... That makes sense. I'm kind of curious if, especially, like, snows, if they've moved into a new area where they have been burning fat, like, you know, they're lean because, well, shoot, a couple weeks ago I shot a bunch of snows cleaned them up, there was not much of any fat on them. There were a few, but a bunch of them were just leaned out. Those birds have to eat to stay warm. Every day. Like, they Uh, have to eat, get those calories, otherwise literally they're they're in starvation mode because they can't keep warm because the calories. We shot some
4: pintails. Do you remember this? (laughs) Like the very, very end of October. That's a hell
6: of a start right there. We shot some pintails. (laughs)
4: Yeah. So we shot way over our pintail limit, over bait. Remember that? (laughs) No, I'm just Was kidding. the soy? Soybean <laughs> Allegedly. <are> born. <laughs> this was in Allegedly. Canada. So oh.
7: With those electronic colors. This
4: was in Canada when we... Like, by the end of <clears> October, <throat> October, we're not really shooting any pintails. We'll shoot, like, a couple. Kind of like what we do right now. We'll shoot, like,
6: There'll a couple of That pintails, flock of 12 right? that comes through? Yep. Yeah.
4: And I remember being in the bird cleaning shop. All cleaning week. Cleaning birds. And somebody opened up this pintail. And we're like, where's the breast meat? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, literally... There was... No meat on this bird. It was like if you took your hands and teepeed your fingers together and right. then spread your palms out.
7: You know the keel that goes down mm-hmm. the middle of the breast meat? It was concave. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. a lot of times where we, you shoot a late season bird that's used to being in the cold, it's it bulges <laughs> yeah, big, above the keel. Right.
4: It was basically like two tenderloins. You know, Tiny. You know when, you, when you cut the breast open, there's always that tenderloin underneath. Right. That a lot of people throw on the trash. Mm-hmm. But that's... I mean, it's almost that's like... that's
6: like what the breast meat was. Yeah, why
4: did we even clean this thing? Like, but that explains why. Did it still so, have
6: a MySpace page? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that explains
4: why some of them birds are coming to die. Like, oh, they're like,
7: they have to eat. They're starving. The last two, the last two hunts I ran in Canada, I sat on the same place, the same hide, the same field. We shot like an eight-man limit and then a seven-man limit. Um, two days in a row. Two days in a row. And it's just bang. not that many ducks to play with either. You know, like two or two, which this sounds like a lot of ducks, but it's not for this spot. It was um, a big pea field and it had like 1,500 ducks, 2,000 ducks coming to it. And yeah, this
4: is a spot that earlier in the season had 25,000.
7: Right, right, right. Wow. And then Ben texted me, How's it going? And I'm like, This is day one. I was like, Dude, we are crushing them. And then day two went out there, set up same spot, same hide, same spread, same amount of spinners. His and I they, texted he actually ben,
4: had his truck and trailer in the the field trying to figure out where to set up. And ducks started flying. And like, and they landed. And he's like, "Oh, we'll just set up right there and <laughs> really yeah. go yeah. there and set up." Yeah, we'll like,
6: just go ahead and put day two. The
4: X I
7: texted, right there, yeah. day two. I texted Ben. They're decoying better today than day
6: wow. one. Yeah, yeah.
4: But it, it was starting to get cold, cold.
6: I. I really think, though, when people say birds are getting desperate, that it is literally their starvation mode is kicking in, <coughs> where they're starting to burn more calories, keeping warm, Here's yeah. and what full, they can and consume. They're just vulnerable. Here's which, an interesting is why they like, sit in the field the whole day.
7: So, like, I used to feed ducks. When I lived in Fridley, I lived really close to the Mississippi River, Fridley, Minnesota, which is just outside Minneapolis. And mm. um, people who are on my social media will remember that I fed ducks in my front yard, and I just poured bags of corn out there. And that's what those Minneapolis ducks do. They go around and they look for food sources, whether that's people putting corn out or uh, bird feeders that spill. And uh, they'll actually, like, mallards will actually come into people's yards, hit the bird feeders so they do spill. That's how they feed and to stay in those northern latitudes. So if it was, like, a nice weather day, regular, not, you know, what you would consider, like, a sunny weather, warm type of day, um... Those ducks, they're wild mallards. These are not park ducks. And they're coming into my house in the suburbs in Minneapolis. If I opened the curtains kind of fast to, like, look at them out there, they would bust and flare out of my yard. Like, if I walked past in my living room and looked at them, they'd see me looking and flare out. If we got, like, a snowstorm or something like that, I'd go out there, like, after I got off work at the foundry, and I'd go (coughs) pour corn out. I could damn near walk up and pet those ducks. Like, I, they wouldn't let me pet them, but I could maybe get like within four to six feet, walking towards them, and they're still just like eating corn. Like ah, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> <she is> much... <laughs> they're just so that's, that's he's had two beers. His eye hand-eye coordination is that good. We can get it right. So it it, it was a uh, a good um, example of like a bird's t- risk tolerance. How much risk is yeah. it tolerating in the its risk life
6: versus reward?
7: Yes. Yeah when they are when it's a normal nice day and they can fly around and they can get food anywhere they want I open the curtains a little too fast like fuck this I'm out of here fuck this like anything that's wrong any little thing that bothers me I ain't sitting here but if they're (coughs) in an emergency situation I can walk up like out of my house walk up like through the patio like getting my mail and they're not leaving they're they're Risk tolerance goes way up when the weather conditions get way severe, and that and it's the same thing when you're hunting. Like you get those days where the weather is in their favor; they don't have to take these fucking risks to go get food. Like any little thing that's wrong, whether it's your hide or they don't like the shadows, no
4: wind or wrong anything.
7: Okay, these are old mallards; they've seen it all. Whatever, but when that weather gets extreme like it has been since this polar vortex, that risk tolerance starts to go up and you start to get away with shit and it starts to produce really successful, phenomenal stupid hunts.
2: Yeah,
4: like we can't mess up
7: hunts. Did you guys see the Osborne Labs post where they, since the polar vortex, Mm. do you follow Osborne Labs on Instagram and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So they posted that they had 99 bands killed in one week. From their lab uh, banding facility, <laughs> and that was by far the most ever in a one week in a one week period, and a lot of the bands were three to six years old. So old mallards,
4: damn old mallards. That question, yo, do you think it is snow that moves them or the cold? Like, do you think it's ice? Let's, let's talk about mallards and geese, right? Because obviously we know, like, the smaller puddle ducks, the cold, they're like, nah, we're going to the coast, right? Right. So let's talk about mallards and, and geese. geese. Yeah, okay? yeah. Do you think it's, you know, heavy accumulation of snow? Yes. Moves them or or moves them, I don't want to say that, makes them migrate faster or but, Whatever, over ice.
7: Um, so when it comes to the snow, um, it depends on what type of snow it is. If it's the heavy, wet stuff that accumulates with very little wind, that'll definitely move mallards, because mallards will are will not dig for feed as much as geese do. Um, they want it on the surface. Um, however, they will hold out for a few days and wait for wind, because any if you can get a light snow... That's going to
4: blow off spots. It'll blow off spots
7: in the field. And if they can wait a couple days, even a little piece of dirt, you know, the size of your fingernail, if you get some sun on that for one day, by the end of the day, that's going to be a big dirt spot. So it depends on the type of snow accumulation that you get. Is it heavy, deep and not moving? That's going to move ducks. Is it light? Blowing and then followed up by sunshine. That's not going to move ducks as much because they're going to still they know, have. man.
4: They're going to stick it out. They're going to they stick know.
7: it. They can stick it out.
4: See, that's why I think this polar vortex, whatever you, they want to call it, it's just a normal storm to me. I don't know why we don't. What was the name of the storm? It had to be I have a name.
5: They Carl? just said it was a polar vortex. So,
4: Storm Carl.
5: Do you want me to look it up?
4: There's always a name, right? Winter <coughs> Storm Carl or something.
6: You just want to call it white boy carls. I mean, one? why
4: would they name Hurricanes you know, hurricanes and not name winter storms? Well they named all the
6: hurricanes after women. That it makes was sense. the
4: perfect storm. It got crazy, crazy cold for a week straight. But also, those northern states got pounded with snow. Right. Like Bill Willroth Will from Dakota Decoy, who lives in southeast South Dakota said it's the first time in like 10 years that he's seen the Missouri River freeze solid like there's no open water. And they have 3 foot of snow.
5: Okay. Three foot S- so Google is saying that there's that no names for the polar vortexes, but polar the polar we'll vortex have winter storm hair. Right, right. But everyone's favorite wintertime whipping boy is the
4: this polar vortex. Huh? peter the polar
5: vortex i mean we can just start naming them ourselves if we want to we can just bring it up we can be like
6: we can start this thing
5: yeah
4: chad this one was a chad yeah this for sure the chad, chad
5: one Ch- polar vortex chad 20 january 2024 chad was a dick dude he yeah. just That's crushed fair. too many monsters and he was wearing his visor backwards again start just, punching holes in the state meter. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much Polar Vortex Chad look like uh, Jamie Kennedy in Malibu's Most Wanted. You know what I'm perfect, saying, dude? Perfect, perfect. Yeah.
7: But geese, geese have some, <clears throat> some strategies that they can even fight through, like the accumulating snow. Like geese can go out and they'll actually sit down and melt. They'll sit there and sleep and they'll melt the snow underneath them and then just feed around them. Ducks don't do that. And, and uh, geese know that they they can go out to grass fields and do that strategy. Like a lot of times when it gets really, really cold... And snowy. They eat
4: wheat around here. Yeah. They, go, they the, do not go to the corn, they right, don't go to the milo, they right. don't go to the beans, go because, to the wheat.
7: Because they know when they melt the snow underneath them, there's going to be grass underneath there to eat. Like when you melt a, bo- a goose body size amount of snow underneath you, you don't really know that there is a ton of corn underneath you. Because usually, for when they go out to a cornfield, they're going to have to walk around and they're going to have to forage for it. Like actually look around. That's yeah. actually a really good observation, Ben. Yeah.
6: That was one thing that I thought about, because someone asked me the other day, is like, can geese smell? Uh yes. 100%. Yes, because but how well can they smell? Like, when, when they're looking great. for corn, when they're looking, like, what can they smell? How is that all? I bird, don't know the answer. Birds it's are good at like, finding bird food.
4: There's multiple theories that ducks and geese can smell.
7: Right, because right. nobody we can explain why they go to the fields they do.
4: Yeah, nobody can explain why one day there's a hundred mallards in this field. Or on, like, they've even tested it with baited ponds, right? There's, there's 25 ducks there, 100 ducks there. And then the next day, there's 200 ducks. And the next day, there's 1,000 ducks. Like, there's not that, I mean, obviously, it depends on where you're at, but sometimes there's not that many ducks flying over. Like, ducks attract ducks. That's obvious. But sometimes you'll see these ducks go back to wherever they're roosting, and then the next day... There's double or triple the amount of ducks right. coming with them. Why?
6: Right. Here's something we've noticed. But if there's water and corn, you, water does not allow smell to translate that well.
4: Yeah, but I think they can smell it. Maybe they can smell their breath.
6: Or are they talking. Or
0: maybe uh, the so, it
4: smells. You know.
6: There's a lot of weird like, things. I, I don't know the answer. I'm just kind of <laughs> curious. I'm like, because you've like
4: you seen, yes, the Habitat Flats video.
7: Yes, with the uh, field
6: or field color clay
4: when he when he's climbing when, around the on the ice, suit. right? Yeah. He's in a ghillie suit, and the ducks are feeding on the ice and they're jumping up and eating the corn. Like he's got this. I've badass seen that. Yeah, 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 When he's downwind of him, he could get within like ten <coughs> yards. When he's upwind of him, and the wind was ripping, so it wasn't his sound. When he was upwind of him, he would get within thirty yards, or relative. You Know that's not exact. Watch the video, they would scurry away. What video was that? They on? Wouldn't fly, they would scurry away. It was on one of the Habitat, I think it was, yeah, yeah,
7: yeah. One of the Habitat DVDs, yeah, yeah. He was there, I remember it.
4: He was there just hanging out, hunting, doing whatever, and right, he just wanted to go get some badass footage because they they'd already shot their limit. But it was like the ice was so thick, he was crawling around on it, right, in these cornfields. In the standing corn. In the flooded corn, yeah. yeah he's he's just crawling around the ice. He's got this whole ghillie suit on. And he's getting this footage. And he's got this footage of these ducks that are within, what, eight yards, ten yards? Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're walking around on the ice. They'll jump up under the husk, get a little piece of corn, come back down, jump up under the husk, get a little piece of corn. It, it, I mean, it's some of the best duck footage. It's really cool. I've seen And And
7: that, so, another thing that... Like, people up north around me have talked about. It's like, okay, you got all these geese sitting on a lake, and they're going north to go eat. And then the next, like, uh, that's on a Monday. Monday night, Farmer John, who owns land to the east, he harvests his cornfield. Well, all these geese fed to the north of the lake on Monday night. And then Tuesday morning comes around. Farmer John had just spent all night harvesting his field Monday night. And all of a sudden, every fucking goose, like, n- without flying around, without surveying the land, without, like, they just go east and they go over to that freshly harvested Farmer John field. And you're like, well, how the fuck did they know to do that? And I think sometimes people will say, like, it must be smell. It's an attempt to explain the unexplainable type of thing.
4: It could also, there there is a minute chance... That it could be sight because they're up in the air. They're elevated. Maybe they could see they're like, "Mm," because that's what I'm wondering. No, because,
7: like, when they get off that lake, they just fucking.
5: Yeah, okay, but. They
7: just go east. Like, they knew where they were going. (sighs) Yeah. They knew where they were going before they fucking left. And not just a couple of them. Fucking all of them. So you'll be sitting in that cornfield to the north where they were feeding last night. And you're looking south down to the roost. And you're like, all right, boys, I should start flying here pretty soon. And you're like, oh, that flock's going east. Oh, well, that flock's going east. That flock's going east. That flock. And you're like, God, can they fucking smell it? Like, yeah, what's going and, on? And your
4: clients are like, wow, this. These guys do not know what they're doing. Like, <laughs> well, they were all in this field. Look at the shit. Like, I the, mean, the, there
5: is a huge conspiracy out there that all birds are remote controlled, right? You know this, right? I do. That's they're all conspiracy? remote control. Yeah, they're all remote control birds. So,
6: I still think I have a cool video idea for that.
5: <clears throat> well, you need to make it happen, Jordan. I didn't
6: know that was a thing. Birds it's aren't real? Are you serious?
5: Satire. You didn't know about remote controlled birds? No.
6: What? Why do you think it's on power lines? Yeah, dude. Like Why wouldn't There's a huge Have you ever seen geese and sandhill cranes on power lines? No. All the time. How else do you think they charge? Oh
5: snap. Actually, it's mainly around waterfowl,
6: they just it's mainly
5: around pigeons. There's a whole group of people out there that believe pigeons are all remote controlled government birds.
6: Well, have I ever shot one?
5: Uh, probably not. not Every single pigeon. person who <laughs> believes in that has probably never shot a single bird or cleaned a single bird. We but do you do know there's a here. huge, there's some, good there's food. a huge group of people that believe that. Yeah, it's insane. It's called ben. birds it started out as a joke Yeah, birds aren't real. Like yeah,
6: like and then got a oh, lot I think of traction. It's still
5: a joke,
6: right? But there's some people that I don't think know.
4: That's a joke. Yeah. Nick, you want to shoot pigeons right here? Yes. We can do that.
7: Yes. All
2: right, I dude. I would. Spread. Let's do. Let's it. do
7: it.
4: I used to, but one of my ex guides stole it. What's that? My pigeon
6: decoys. Oh, you, you we don't, don't have full need full bodies or cellos? cellos?
5: Who? Still weren't? What bus's his name right now, dude?
6: I don't know for sure.
5: Oh, <clears throat> I still have your uh, dove have mojos, theories. by the way.
4: Imagine that.
6: I still have your waiters.
5: Josh Wright.
4: <laughs> my waiters? Hey, Jennifer. No, his waiters.
5: Hey Jennifer, are you gonna bring a shot? Uh, Want to take a shot or something? Yeah,
4: if you guys can see
5: what I can see right yeah, now. Yeah, this is nice too. So. Dude, if Jennifer only knew how much you hubba, drooled over hubba, her all the time. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Yeah. That was your kid thing? is okay. your like. This is how I know that your child Ridge is your son, because the way he looks short. at Jennifer when she comes over to clean is the same way you fucking look at her when you come over here to podcast. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Smart kid,
4: man. I've been grooming him. You know?
5: I, I bet, dude. <laughs> I, I, it's... He's not gay. I know that. <laughs> he's, cheers he's, to that. Hey, cheers to hey, that. Hey, hey, hey. I need a beer, dude. Oh, man.
7: Hmm. One funny thing. Uh, my wife is super, super, super Catholic. And we just had our baby daughter. I'm like, gosh, imagine us getting older. We're having this daughter. What do you think what do you think her wedding day is gonna be looking like? Like you think she's gonna marry a man or you think she's gonna marry like a pansexual? <laughs> oh
2: <laughs> Nick, do not talk about that. <laughs> uh,
4: <She's> just, <laughs> I love that you do her accent. Fucking shit cracks me up.
7: She doesn't call me Nick, she calls me. Ne- me? Me. Ne- ne- mm. Spelled <laughs> a K or what, dude?
4: Yeah. Hey, yeah. are you a little bit happy that father in law's gone?
7: No, dude. Father-in-law kicked ass, dude. Really? Oh, my father-in-law, Jose? Oh, I
4: guess you weren't, you
7: know, what, having any fun in the business. First of
5: all, Nick might be the first person I ever met that's, like, pumped to hang out with his father-in-law. Actually...
7: Well, we don't speak the same language at all, and he's... Like, not zero no. percent. Okay, and I use a... Tra- we use Translator, like, on our Google... Like, on the Google Translate. But, like, if I'm using Google Translate, I'll be like, Jose, what would you like to do this afternoon? Yeah. You know, like... Talking like slowly like a robot. Like a robot. Like trying to like eliminate all sorts of weird phrasing and slang. He just talks into that fucking thing like he's just jibber jabbering and it makes no sense, dude.
5: Dude, that's one thing that's crazy about um, Spanish people is how fast they talk. Yeah. And like how all their words just pretty much just like slur and like jumble together. Yes.
7: And the translator has no fucking clue what to do with right. it. So I just look at him. He like translates something for me. Like it, he talks into it for like a minute. He shows it to me, it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. And then yeah. I go seriously Like I just go, no, say. <laughs> no yeah. say. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I was like
5: When they talk to each other, like I have customers to come by and they'll have like their kid translate for them. And but when they're talking to each other, it's so fast yes. and just like well just jumble together. I'm just like how the fuck do you even understand what's going on? But I mean it's pretty badass.
7: When Jose discovered that I had a freezer full of gooseburger <laughs> he just went off like cooking that shit dude holy cow that guy got good at cooking goose burger for us that's awesome we were eating goose twice a you day need to
4: take him hunting i do Would do know. you
7: go i don't think so why cuz he's like an animal lover and he, he loves to eat them but he doesn't want to see them die type of thing mm. you know
6: but does he want to make them die
4: so he's voting for joe biden
6: if we can get him here, yes.
4: <laughs> I mean, he, he, he oh, he,
7: what is that? Whoa, he was what?
4: just here. Why wouldn't he just go vote? Yeah, then he should have put everybody it in. Everybody
7: else should have done
5: a mail-in ballot while he was here. <laughs> yeah. There's so many questions. There's so many
6: questions right now. There are so next. many answers that are just floating yeah. there.
5: Why don't you ask us,
4: um, specifically the novice, oh, God. a waterfowl question?
5: Yes, I'm I'm ready for this
4: waterfowl. I'm ready question.
5: to fail. Yeah.
7: What are you talking about? Like trivia or strategy? Uh, anything you want to ask
4: the uh, novice.
5: Yeah. I'm still the novice here.
6: I still can't believe we've been doing this podcast for over a year now. Trying to figure out if it's like, for example, how long is the average mallard penis? Ooh, uh, good question. Real quick.
5: While Nick's okay, thinking. Okay. Hold
6: on. Hold <laughs> on.
5: Hold on. While Nick is thinking of his question, Jordan did <laughs> bring over two off. raccoon dicks tonight. So.
6: Yeah. Bone. Bone nerves.
5: Yeah, what are you gonna do with those dicks, dude?
6: Uh I mean, I'm for sure gonna keep the big one. And for I don't know sure what I'll do the big, big, one. big one. I don't and know about do the sure other one. that big one.
5: <laughs> hey, you all right so I didn't mean you what?
6: brought over the the skulls though. Yeah. Tell us about those a little bit. Yeah. yeah. They're European style. Go well, check go Euro- check out our Instagram Euro- page.
7: Skull. But yeah. The Nietzsche Bros Instagram page. It's, yeah, on, go there. Check it's it
6: out.
5: on there. I'll out. 'em on I posted it tonight.
6: I I posted it on my Like, my Snapchat, too. Like, those are cool as fuck, man. I'm I'm excited. I I gave her another bag of skulls because the chick that I have doing it for me, she takes some stuff. And then, apparently, with the game warrants that she's talked to, as long as it's not meat and it's not feathers... You can sell waterfowl bones. Like she can actually do the skulls and sell them.
4: I'm not a part of this in any way, shape, or form. I don't Gov. know. I, I
6: asked them. her specifically. Like, I don't know if you want these. <laughs> if you're listening, you
4: I follow all the rules of the Lacey Act. <laughs> <laughs> <Not, laughs>
7: <you know, laughs> end into this. Yeah, I don't know about. It was one of those selling, selling right. waterfowl parts, if right? You, Literally, because I, I what are you talking? You, you want to sell some? No, no, I'm not is. selling anything. The All reason, right, well then we're good. Ask the only reason me is I just address. said. Did you remember when Rich and Tone put out a duck call where they put a curly cue in there? Ooh, a mallard curly cue. They're like, we can't sell this. By the way, oh, that's and a I bad made a. Deal. They made a post like we're we're gonna sell these um duck calls that got a curly cue like in the acrylic of the so duck. They call. They put
6: a feather in the acrylic.
7: And then I mo- I've replied to it like here's what you do. You sell that duck call, you get charged, you hire a lawyer, you get a news story about you it's on seriously like social media. Illegal nope. to do something like that? Yeah, oh, you cannot, you yeah, can't sell it, any waterfall parts. You
4: know how they could have done it? How? Farm ducks.
5: Mm. Probably could yeah.
6: so have, yeah. So to... do idea,
4: man?
5: Okay, well
6: I don't know basically, basically man. I handed her a whole bunch of skulls. Bunch of ducks and geese I shot, and I said, I don't know if you want these or not because of all the things that we were just talking about. She said she had had her conversation with the game warden, what they would accept wouldn't. Yeah, not
4: to talk to a regular game warden because, no offense, they usually don't know all the law, the federal laws. Right. She needs to talk to a federal game warden. And but
5: as long as she, they're not for sale, it's okay, right? You can gift them to someone,
6: I'm sure you can do that. Yeah,
4: well, it's no different than taxidermy, you can pay her to do the work.
5: Mm-hmm. Like, I'm she
4: just can't publicly sell them. Mm. How does the Cabela's and stuff buy? She, she's
7: basically
6: doing, I don't get that either. All I, their taxidermy it's stuff
5: because big business, big corporation you can do they it can get it. Yeah, well. it's. Real quick, tangent you can, you can about that tax, shit. You can sell taxes. <clears throat> it's the same reason. You? you just the- can't
4: go shoot it, do it, sell it.
5: Right, okay.
4: It has to be, like, I paid, like, you did it, I paid for it.
7: So I got a taxidermy mallard in my house. I can put it on Facebook Marketplace
6: for 100 bucks or whatever.
4: Yeah.
6: Okay.
5: Mm-hmm. For the That's same weird. reason that Home right? Depot, Lowe's... Still
6: feathers and all that shit.
4: As far as I know, because they, they auction them off at auctions all the time.
6: Hmm.
5: For the same reason that Home or Depot, Lowe's... could be a lot of other stuff
6: where they don't care until it matters.
4: Hey, by the way, don't take any of this for
6: real. Like, we are gosh. not legal advisors. Yeah, we are not. into the law and decide for, but, for
2: yourself.
7: Disclaimer, we're retarded. <laughs> on a
5: whole, whole other spectrum when it comes to my industry... Well, you're talking about how do you, how does Cabela's or whatever get away with it? Same reason that Home Depot, Lowe's, Menards, Ace, um, AutoZone, all these places can have all their paint in their in their stores, right? But me, as a small business body shop, I have to have all my paint in a fireproof contained metal room.
6: He has a literal bunker
5: to meet in his shop fire code that okay. I had to pay ten and a half thousand dollars for.
4: You should have to.
5: for Right, but I'm you saying...
4: But
6: they you. can have it on the shelf.
5: I get that, but I'm saying like big corporation, Lowe's and Home Depot... You
4: trust them.
5: Yeah, okay, they whatever. Right. They
6: have right. three right. times what you do. Yeah. Well, obviously, or they, know they what they're doing a hundred times yeah. what they do.
4: They do have sprinklers. And if they have, hired a kid straight out of high school.
5: Yeah, I have sprinklers in the shop. Oh. I just passed my fire inspection last week, dog.
4: Well, then get rid of the safe. Sounds corrupt.
5: <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but yeah, that's... I'm sure they get away with it because there's loopholes about that shit.
7: We're not legal advisors Allegedly.
5: Here. I don't know. But anyways, Nick, what's your question for myself, the novice uh, person?
7: The novice waterfall hunter.
5: Yeah.
7: What do you imagine going into... From this season to next season, that you're going to add to your arsenal, that's going to make you a more successful waterfall hunter.
5: Mm. Oh. Any like, are we talking about just like anything across the board, gear, guns, yeah, whatever? Like,
7: what do you think? What do you think's going to like uh, add to your enjoyment of the experience um, of waterfall hunting from one year to the next? I okay,
4: what, I know the answer.
5: Do you want to an answer for me? What's going to
6: add to his? He's
4: what? just going to say yes. More often, <laughs>
5: that's I was literally about hey, to say.
4: Josh, you want to go hunting?
5: Yes, <laughs>
4: that is actually
7: an important part about waterfall hunting: is meeting people, asking what they're doing, and learning
4: and, from them. Learning from them, but also learning what not to do. Because yes, that is a very valuable part of life. Yeah.
7: Saying yes to things is you a know? big part of growing as a waterfall hunter. Yeah. You that's will just... go on trips with people that are fucked.
4: You You know what's the best part about waterfall hunting? It's a social sport. Right, so you can actually learn what to do while hunting, what to do in life, and what not to do in hunting, and definitely what not to do in
5: life. Hundred <laughs> percent.
6: How many marriages? Yeah. Damn. Yeah.
5: But I will hmm. say, when it comes to myself, waterfowl hunting—if I'm with a group of people, I am probably the quietest person in that group.
6: Oh, he is so self-conscious. Good. Good. What are you self-conscious
4: about?
5: Uh, just all of You're it.
4: You're just a guy there. I know, just, just like, all of it. I'm a new. Here's
5: yeah, I my know. new tube. <laughs> Here's my new <laughs> tube, The thing is, like, <laughs> just if Josh of was a
6: client, he'd be a dream client because, client because he would shut up, look down, and then wait for you to say, kill him, and pop up and be like, no fucking idea where the birds are, but <laughs> that just, one. Yeah, no client much. ever knows where the birds yeah. are. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But he would keep his head down the entire time yeah. and be quiet in that process. Mm-hmm. Question about last what? what? Question the, bit? the hunt the other day that one lone speck that was flying by and was not paying any attention at all, and then all suddenly decided to like into the spread.
5: Was this when you when you Sunday afternoon or whatever?
6: Yeah, like the hunt that you didn't come on
5: yeah because <clears throat> yeah, i wanted to watch the buffalo bills lose okay we already shot talked about that birds. and i know Walkers, which is badass also jacklers,
6: mallards wigeons, um Sparks.
5: skyler hit me up earlier that day as well to go out with him and mm-hmm. i'm definitely glad glad i did not do that so
6: he still shot more birds than you did
5: 100 you're right you gotta but, say
6: yes as a novice you gotta say yes yeah, go yes. shoot him
7: you gotta just go you yeah, gotta shoot. just go yes
4: yeah, yes, man.
7: Yeah, you got to be a yes. Okay, I'll exactly. A yes, like no, like but that movie. But before action, don't I went turn down the gummy. Went. Yeah.
5: So, all right, so, what am I getting on this weekend then?
4: Nothing. You said no, no. Yeah,
7: once you start saying no, then you become a no man, That's and very you. That's yeah. very true. That's very true. I will that say is there is a true.
6: lot to that because yeah, so if I get start getting nos from a certain like, you're I not going to hurt not. my
5: feelings if you point your finger at me. It's okay. No, I,
6: Best friends get to pass way too many times. But the the thing is, like, if I get a no from a couple of people or from someone a couple times in a row, especially if, like, tomorrow, it's supposed to be muddy as shit. Like, I know tomorrow's hunt is going to suck to be out there. Are anymore. you going on tomorrow?
4: Yeah, it's not too far of a quadrant. you going hunt tomorrow? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude.
7: But
6: gotta, it's going to be muddy, and it's one, not going to no, be... I'm just
7: wondering if I should...
6: You want a water? Uber home. Here, you want a water?
7: No, I'll just... Can you... I'll get a ride home, and then I'll Uber back here. Is that cool? I
6: don't I care. Something. Yeah. <laughs> we have a solution. Anyways, no, so... But there's a couple people that I know in the past that, like, they want to go hunt. I'm like, all right, I'll get you on some. And then I ask them two, three times in a row, and they're like, oh, no. Or... Yeah. You're yeah. not going to make it. Different. You know, just different things where... I knew that either they decide not to because they wanted to go hang out with their friends at the bar, or if they wanted to go do something
7: else, whatever. That fucking chaps my
6: ass, dude. But like,
7: hey, you can drink at the bar any fucking day, and then you you're also gonna...
4: drink at the bar and still go hunting, and I did it for years.
6: <laughs> no, that's it's, it's a
4: pretty normal way of life that's for, a stereotype. Me for a long time.
6: <laughs> But like, if you get somebody knows, then you just kind of keep getting bumped further down the list, like. If you want to get in with a group of waterfowlers, <clears throat> show up, do the work, put out decoys, and pick up everything. Like, just so put in the put in the put in the work.
5: And I work. I am known, Nick, as a no guy or a faggot. That's it. I mean,
4: we had the we, we said retarded earlier, we yeah, have fine. Have right,
6: so you know. I have We should say some other. Well, getting close (laughs) to the end of the podcast, if you've made it this far, buckle up.
5: If you've made it this far, you're a kike, dude. Uh, Whoa! I can say say that.
7: that? You know who would say that? A Jew.
5: A Jew. Anyways, um, but yes, I have been known to be the no guy, and but and this is no excuse it's just the truth like I also don't feel worthy to go on these you're worthy hunts but I'm just
4: invited there's no worthiness that's very true
5: it's very true but um I have a bad rap for missing a lot of hunts that I should have went on I need to take
4: this advice with Jennifer I tell her no a lot okay (laughs) she's obviously inviting me
5: so I'm worthy right I guess so yeah I mean right She's show up, up, help clean up. Yeah. There's your points. That I do every a time. Clean up. That means I was successful. Listen, you know every time I do show up, there's I no excuse to Always up. fucking help
6: and <laughs> oh for sure. <short>. Yeah, <laughs> when it comes to getting stuff set up,
5: put out, I'm always there. Like I don't fuck around. So right what's out. the I'm
4: problem?
5: A... It's just my own get mental walk. Fucking dude.
4: feelings. You're fucking
5: man. Also, I will get. Yeah, that's
7: weird. That's weird. Like if somebody invites me to go hunting. I usually ask them, are you hunting? Okay, a- well, Number one, specific- are you hunting a plowed field? If they a- say yes, <laughs> I don't go. <laughs> Number two, if they, if they say no, then I go.
5: Okay, I'm going to start asking people that question. Are yeah. you hunting a plowed field? I, I don't,
7: don't
4: even you- know what a plowed field is. like, buildings. we've
7: never hunted a plowed field. I know. Oh, dude, <laughs> it's
4: bad up in
7: that like Minnesota. Like, West- fun. like Western Minnesota. That's why um, people in Minnesota had such a bad season, is because you need that snow to cover up the plowed fields. So you
6: can start killing birds
7: out of them again. So, so when I, I think we talked field. about this on a previous episode, I yeah. was on. Yeah. Yeah. So like like is a full like disc,
6: ten inch furrows.
7: Oh fuck it! It can be, yeah, it's uh, deep in yeah, a lot of, yeah. No. the deeper it is, the
6: worse it is. No, <sighs> I'm out. Can't you put
4: your blinds in between them?
6: No. <laughs> I think start you'd talking. hide a guy or two. Maybe <sighs> the not last me, the last plowed cloud field. Buttons. I've ever hunted was <laughs> Yo, on that pigeon God. hunt
5: and we were walking in there was just so much dirt and just like it was oh. sticky enough that it was, got so heavy on that our boots and wild. shit. That was tilled. That was
6: it was just, just a freshly planted weed field I think.
4: No it was tilled. It, was, it tilled. was
5: tilled. Dude when we were walking in I was like I wore the wrong fucking shoes for the shit and then I wore Bins. Yeah, you were oh, like yeah, 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 yeah that one or something. I, was, I wore my vans, yeah. I didn't expect it like... to be that <laughs> oh, dude, like skate park, man.
0: <laughs> that's
5: exactly but what you said to me flip, when we showed up wearing his DCs. <laughs> yeah. I was wearing vans, and, but I used to wear DCs all the time.
4: You would, I know DCs. you did.
5: Yeah,
7: you look one like your mm-hmm. that's a Jew like type of shoe yeah. for sure
5: because the, they're big, that's like a my Jew shoe. Like, what?
4: All right, so uh. You
5: hear that?
4: That was free shit. You guys could have won. Going to
5: free, um, free for someone. Someone else. Else. did win. Tanner did win.
4: Though. So Nick just got back from his <coughs> tour de Oklahoma. Yeah. Right. Mm. Runs hunts in Oklahoma. The land and mini ducks. What, six days. Six Seven? days.
7: Yep. Six days. Six
4: days. How was it? It was good.
7: It was good. Um. Uh. I left. Our first hunt started Monday. What is it? Monday. The I can't remember the date, but I left. Thursday to beat the snowstorm and the polar vortex. My first hunt was Monday. Dude, we went out to an ice heater pond Monday morning. It was seven degrees. We did not see a duck. We did not see a duck. So I just got these clients down there. Joe's flight was delayed. Me and Joe do these hunts together. We did not was see a... ice
4: or it. snow? It was snow delay, wasn't it?
7: Uh, I don't know what it was because he made it to Dallas-Fort Worth. So he's sitting in Dallas like three hours away from the lodge and we almost went to go pick him up and drive him back. But we would have got back at like 4 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, fuck it, I'll get a hotel. And uh, we didn't see a duck. We went back out there to try to salvage the alf- afternoon. We decoyed a five-pack of Wigeon, a two-pack of Gadwalls, and like a 30-pack of Pintails. Nice. We shot 11 ducks, kind of saved the day. And then uh, uh, the, the rest of the five days went well. Um we had one kind of slower goose hunt. We shot 16 and then we had a uh
4: it's a banger though. So. I mean what's that? Yeah, it's some bangers. Yeah, we had a 113
7: bird shoot. Wow. 113 bird shoot. Um we had a, a 37 bird shoot where we had shot like eight different species and I
6: love those mixed bags. Me too. And those the, are so much fun to me. That's kind
7: of characteristic of like that, that that those Oklahoma hunts is uh, and we we did we we shot eight species but we saw 12. Damn. So, so that was kind of cool. And um
6: What else? All puddle ducks, or there's some no, no,
7: no, not all puddle ducks. Including like uh, I saw like I don't think we shot mergansers that day, but we saw common mergansers. But lots of divers, lots of puddlers, Um, and overall, just uh, kind of impressive on how good we did. Like uh, sometimes when you're going to those Oklahoma hunts, you're like, this is fucked up, man. I don't know, man. Are we really gonna fucking kill birds when we do this? And well, then they you have do a ton
6: of water, and they're all small ponds, though. Yeah, they got a lot of co- cattle yeah, ponds down there. That's, like, right cows.
7: on the Oklahoma-Texas border. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of cattle ponds, and
4: uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was a good time. So, I have a question for the group. I've obviously done it, so I don't want to sound hi- hypocritical. But I've been noticing a trend where it's getting completely out of control, in my mind. Right? Okay. And it is making my business tougher when it comes to landowner slash farmer relationships with me. Right? What is your thought process on all these outfitters and not just outfitters but also locals hunting with fifteen to twenty plus people? It's a shock
7: to landowners. On
4: a regular basis.
7: It's- I've noticed it as well. I actually was talking to a landowner. Um uh I, I went and asked permission on a mallard pond, which is in Wisconsin, which is kind of rare. And I went and I talked to the landowner and uh he was I told him, you know, what my business was and he's he asked me, like, well, how many guys you gonna you, know, you take out there? I'm like, Well, I, I run six clients maximum. Two of us guides, so it'd be eight maximum. He was saying, like, well, I, I uh I let some kids hunt, and there was, like, 12 of them out there, and there's eight trucks parked out there. And uh, I think it's a... As the private... Hunting on private land has become drastically more popular in the last 20 years. Because 20 years ago, you had to get... in the last 10 years. 10 years. Let's say 10. You're right. You're right. It's 10. With with Onyx Maps. Um, Those landowners didn't used to get their doors beaten down like they used to. And... um, As, like, the last five years, let's say. Like, some people are just like, no more hunting. But the people that do allow hunting, when they allow people to hunt, the group sizes are bigger because they're not dispersing out amongst the landscape. Right. You know, like, where they... Not only are more people hunting on private land, but uh, now there's less landowners that allow it because of bad experiences... So the people who hunt on private land are coalescing into larger groups, which is making the problem worse. And just the the large group hunts um, when a landowner does not expect that to be the case. Like one kid who's 19, 20 years old shows up like, hey, can me and some buddies hunt out there tomorrow? And they're like, yeah. And then they wake up and they drive around to go to the post office, or run their errands, or drop off hay bales for the cows, or whatever the fuck they do. And they see what <laughs> they see. What the fuck is going on on their land? They're like, "What the fuck did I sign up for?" Like, i i have seen I have seen it. It is an issue. It's going to make access
4: harder. You know what the issue is on my side of things? What? So I am actually. One of the only outfits, and I don't want to say one of the only, because there's tons of them out there, that actually, if you book a group of six, 99.9% of the time, you're only going to hunt with your six guys. Right. Right. I may say, hey, I got a buddy that wants to come hunt tomorrow. He's going to help set up. He's going to do all the things. He's going to kind of be an assistant guy. Is that cool? Sure. I'm never, like, I have done it, right, where I'm like, guys, I have this banger Whatever. Yes. Yeah. I really feel like we should run together, but that it hasn't happened for me in the last three years, and I've done that because I've also been burned in the past doing that, where I take you know twelve to fifteen guys into a spot and shoot twenty. That's happened. Yeah. When I thought it would be a no-brainer limit, right? Mm-hmm. But this year especially, and it it started happening last year, and it became a trend. And it blows my mind because some of these outfits that are doing it are some of the top outfits in Kansas and Oklahoma and
7: Texas
6: that are
4: running these twenty to thirty man fucking
6: hunts. I still can't imagine trying to hide that many people.
4: And they're doing it on a daily fucking basis. That's this nuts, is not just oh that. we've got this great fucking spot lined up. <sighs> this so, is every fucking
5: day. Do you think it's become more about? The outfit making the money? We were talking about
4: this last night. There's there's three reasons. Number one, giant pile pick. Yep. Number two...
6: That sells hunts.
4: Number two, we don't have anyone anywhere else to take him or a secondary spot is going to suck dick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number three, your profit margin fucking skyrockets. Mm -hmm. If I, who book 12 to 16 guys every three days... On a regular basis. My minimum is 12. My maximum is 18. But it's usually just 12 to 16. If I were to only run one group instead of two, I could cut my employees in fucking half. Right. 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 Cut my fuel cost in half.
5: Like w- run one and big group per week. Is that what you're saying?
4: Yeah, every three days. Yeah. Just run 12 guys per day. 16 guys per day in the field. Mm-hmm. And... My farmers are, instead of getting checks of 600 to 800 are getting checks of 1200 to $1,600. Mm-hmm.
2: Right.
4: And you got these outfits. I'll fucking name them. Salt Plains Outfitters. They're yeah. supposed to be these badass motherfuckers running this five-star lodge, but yet they're running 25 people in a field at a time. It is asinine. And here's the thing. It is not okay for the waterfowl industry. You are educating all of them. And another
7: thing too from a from a hunter perspective, whether me and you Ben go out and do a two-person <coughs> hunt here in Kansas, I can shoot six Canada geese. If I hunt with 21 other people, I can still only shoot six Canada geese. So there's yeah, there's no sh- fucking party hunting. So like
4: If you're a good shooter, how many are you going to shoot when there's 21, 21 guys? A lot d- 24?
7: 6 you're supposed to only shoot fucking six. Sir. Yeah, I know. But it's six. You're supposed to only fucking and, and, and these large groups... The thing that pisses me off when you're hunting with these large groups... And, like, Joe uh, Heinz is really good about it. And, like, the Feet Down waterfall guys are really good about it. Like, yeah. you get a three-pack in and, like, a bunch of guns come up and shoot them. You know, you got 12 guys in the pit or whatever. And uh, they'll come back and say, who shot this? And the thing that bugs the fuck out of me is, like he come back with the three, The three pack came in. Who's, which one, which one of you guys shot this one? And which one of you guys shot this one? And it's fucking quiet. Like, I don't know, I don't know if I hit that one. You know if you, like these people are like, imagine. Yeah, if,
4: they don't want to give up their right to
7: shoot. Exactly, because uh, dude, they make them unload their guns after they shoot their limit.
4: I am fucking proofing the pudding. Back in the day with High Caliber and CKO, when I was young and dumb and idiot, I hope I don't get arrested for this shit. Allegedly. But I would go on these <laughs> hunts, and so would my business partner, I'm not going to name his name, and I'm not kidding. Guide When guides go on waterfowl hunts and fucking shoot, they're shoot, shooting double, triple, quadruple their fucking limit. Allegedly. And it ain't right. And that is why I do not carry a gun anymore. I did the other day with Aubrey's family of... Very fucking smart about it. <clears throat> shot my shit. All right, but the thing
7: should be like, as a customer. As a customer, if me and if there's two clients, three clients, four clients, you should only be shooting your limit. So, but the pile, like we shot a hundred and like. In Oklahoma, we shot 113. People fucking love that pile pick. Why'd you shoot 60 shows, Nick? <laughs> I did.
5: <laughs> I did not. I shot six. <laughs> I don't uh, know. What the, I don't know what the numbers are. But no,
4: it's, so. it's just it, it's insane. But like for guys like me that are trying to do it, what I feel is the right way, and people may have a different opinion than me. I don't know. I like hunting with six to eight guys. All my clients like hunting with six to eight guys. Usually when I try to get them to hunt together, it's like grinding. It's like rubbing sandpaper together. Like, yeah, right, friction. And, the, and that's the way I run my hunts you know, in
7: Wisconsin, too.
4: But but what I'm saying is it makes it harder for me to run my business because I go to a landowner and say, hey, I'm willing to pay you $100 a gun. They're like, oh, the last people paid me $100 a gun. Okay. How many guys are you going to have? Oh, six to eight, maybe seven. They're like, Oh, you're only going to pay me 600 bucks. The last guy gave me 2,400. dollars Oh my
2: god!
7: And
4: I do not blame him <clears throat> whatsoever. Right, right. No, that's a great point. But it, you got to be a damn salesman, which I'm pretty good at. There's, there's actually, I have a kid in camp that is ten times a salesman than
6: I am. That kid's a fucking legend. That kid is a <laughs> who's that? His name
4: is, in as well. Nick Rich. Yeah. He's Mix phenomenal. You. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have, to have him on the podcast. Pause it because I gotta take a piss. All right, we're
5: back. It. I gotta Let's piss too. Hold you. each other's penises. Man, and we're back and from we're back. taking yeah. uh, Sorry, our pee we, breaks.
4: We all had to. Um, we
5: had well, we shot. all have I'm shots relieved. in front of us. Yeah, hold sure on, real quick. Took one. Cheers. Oh, ben oh, well, I guess Ben Nick and, goes, goes right. early. Guy,
4: go Jesus.
5: Go Jesus. I'm <laughs> oh, <laughs> not drinking that shit. You don't like fireball, dude? I
7: don't like getting. Blackout drunk on a fucking Wednesday. <laughs> well, welcome. You guys, you guys you gave me like blackout. Well, you gave me like I had two beers before I we came. We want
4: you to get so drunk that when you just drunk enough, you're like, "That's neat."
5: Yeah, that's <laughs> neat. Dude. You and we
4: haven't. Here and you, look at stuff you know what? Like,
5: and we sweet. haven't done a "That's neat" segment in a hot minute. So I know. We will. yeah, we, we, will. We, will. we will. Um... Well, Nick, first of all, you're in the Nitro oh. Bros podcast, and we have a lot of fun here, so I'm glad you joined you us. Don't have and, fun, uh, Cheers.
4: I'm having fun. No,
7: without
5: peer, no peer pressure.
4: pressure. <laughs> I'll take it.
5: Fuck I'll, it. Take it <laughs> I'll take it. Oh, I'll take oh, it. I'll take it,
4: motherfucker.
5: peer pressure. Uh, damn it.
4: Hey, kids, do this with your friends when you're
5: yeah. 18. <laughs> peer pressure, man. <laughs> Jordan, we'll you need a water or another... Uh, that
6: was very warm. Do you want a water? Or sure I'll take a good. water. Ugh. I'll take a water, too. Okay.
7: Yeah. All right. Hey, so we were talking gotta, about oh, things that ruin the
5: waterfall industry. Hold on. He didn't yeah, kill Hunting
7: 25
4: actually. people at a time on a yeah, yeah. regular basis. Like Let's Salt up. Plains Outfitters, Falco, Hooray. Hold on. Uh, Blue Stem. Hold on. Fucking uh, Cadillac Creek. Hold on. I think it's absolutely fucking asinine. Okay, so I was... I'm not okay with it. Partly because it's fucking up my business, which I run a six to eight man hunt at a time and pay <coughs> farmers, you know.
7: For those six to eight guys. For those
4: six to eight guys, not twenty five fucking humans. But out don't there. you think like some farmers would just prefer to have
7: less fucking commotion on their field than twenty five guys? There's four kinds of
4: farmers.
6: Okay. There's oh. fair. But before you get into the different kinds <clears throat> from someone who can't afford to pay a bunch of money to go hunt stuff i completely understand when farmers want to take the money but also if you're a local and there's a good feed and you call and you're like hey man can i go hunt that they're like yeah sure no problem and then you call later be like hey someone's gonna pay me 400 600 1200 you know. call fucking life's not fair bub it's just one of those things like i'm not gonna when tell a, f- a farmer when, when like you own something of
7: value and you're about to give it away for free, and then somebody offers you money for oh, it, hundred percent.
6: Oh,
4: which they're, is, this is this goes into my. There's four kinds of farmers, right?
6: Okay, I don't mind that, but also I have do I do have a couple of farmers that are like, yeah, well, okay. For instance, there's that solo hunt that I went on where I set a dozen or eighty-seven dozen socks, and yeah, ran yeah, traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> that hunt, that farmer was actually out of the country at that point. He was in Australia. And so I happened to know his dad, called his dad, asked if he would be okay. He's like, oh, if I remember right, he only lets locals hunt. And you're pretty that hap- local. That
7: happens, yeah. It
6: Like, my shop is literally across the mile section from where they are. I, I know him pretty well. And it just worked out because he's like, yeah, you're local, you can hunt. He's not going to let just anybody hunt, but he's also not super, you know, Farmers are going to enjoy making money, but also there's a point where they're like, no, that's it's not worth it. A local will treat me right, and I know my field's going to be taken care of and respected. Right. And so he's one of those farmers who are like, ah, go ahead. You're you're a local. You're going to take care of it. It's I know sh- who you are.
4: Don't shade at me. We don't take care of people's property.
6: Uh, I'm not saying know. that you would. You to- you're also kind of local, <laughs> but, you know. There you go. Yeah. I. I got on that field and I was happy to run traffic. Also, there you go, dude, nailed it. Big Kansas Ben guy doesn't run traffic. Yeah, so you know.
5: Dude, I'm have you sure. ever taken clients on a traffic hunt, or is it always on the X? Oh, we've taken them on lots of traffic hunts.
4: I, <laughs> I haven't trafficked in two
5: years. Like you personally, or wait, 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 wait,
7: wait,
4: wait, wait, wait. Oh,
5: oh. oh, what about the snow goose hunt
7: I did hey, last?
4: The snow goose hunt—they were half in that field that night before. I don't believe. I watched it with my own I fucking don't eyes. It.
7: But mm-hmm. that hunt, kicked ass. Sure that was <laughs> okay. the. That was the. Okay, okay. That was the. The I think the clients I took that day. It was raining that, was that morning. It was a snow goose hunt. Yeah. It was the last day of their three-day trip. are always traffic. And they said that they were... It was one of the... I think they said it was their most enjoyable of their three-day trip was that traffic hunt we did in a uh, sunflower field. So... And what? Whoa. <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which is <laughs> fucked up. Hold on. No, no, about. no. So get this, get this, get this. Imagine a big square, you know, however... A sunflower. One field. mile by one mile. 640-acre
4: field. Yeah,
7: like a 640-acre field. field. But the... Southeast corner, or no, it was the northwest corner. Three quarters we could not hunt, right? And he had let nobody hunt for all year four weeks. And hmm. then Ben was like, Hey, you're gonna sit. They were right up next to the sunflower field, and there was just a pivot around the sunflowers, which one other landowner owned.
4: Absolute perfect wind conditions, perfect wind around traffic,
7: dude. So it was raining, it was miserable. Ben told all the scouts and all the other guides, hey, if you want a fun hunt with Nick, go ahead. All of them were like,
4: no. <laughs> Dude. Hey, I said it would work, did I not?
7: You did. And one thing I've learned working with Ben, you always fucking trust Ben. Because like, we went out there, we set up the spread. We got into the blind, Like, not five minutes later. like It's legal shooting time, I do my safety speech. Dude, like 2,000 geese came out. And just
4: ate it. Ate it.
7: Like, I think I had five clients. They shot 16 out of the first... Volley damn, or whatever. First volley. Yeah. Which I maybe should have gotten more greedy on, but why would...
4: I hey, you're, need, running, you're running the traffic. You're like... No, you're yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 yeah. Take that Gotta get the zero right off.
7: And there was kids, too. There was one guy who had a double barrel, and there was, like, two kids, and they got 16. Yeah. All right? right. I didn't. I didn't get
4: i i was, yeah, grew, my, spring, I was so, grew, my spring snow conservation clients never have to <laughs> <laughs> and uh and we That's, ended up shooting mm. like 48 or
7: 50 some that yeah, day phenomenal, we chiseled away uh, oh and also as soon as legal shooting time came rain stopped rain stopped ended up being such an enjoyable fun hunt but that was a traffic hunt i guess we yeah. did. i don't know i just
5: want but I feel like ben, ben put you on that because he knew you would make it happen.
4: Yeah, yeah, no, and it was... <clears throat> Dylan, it was Dylan told me this, was it last year? I think it was last year. He went on a hunt and said, it'll work, trust me. I promise you it's gonna work. And I've been telling this fucker this for <clears throat> three years. <laughs> <laughs> and after that hunt, I think he shot a limit or he had a good hunt, whatever, regardless, like, I don't. I don't base my hunts on whether they're good or not on the limit, right? Honestly, I base my hunt on whether my clients are happy or not. I don't care if it's seven. My clients are happy. I'm happy. I don't give a shit.
6: There's some clients that are looking for one bird.
4: Yep. But Dylan was like, you know, I gotta quit. I gotta start trusting you. (laughs) He's like, when you tell me it's gonna work, it. 99% 99% chance it's going to work. And he was like, I just realized like, I know, you know, you've been doing this a long time and I, I need to just listen and, you know, it'll all work out. I'm right. Like, yeah, dude, I've been doing this a long time. Like that's what these young guys don't get. And I get it. Right. You're, you're young. I was, I've, I've been there like playing college football, playing football, whatever. Like you're young. You think, you know, everything, fuck the coach. Like I was a very coachable player, but I still had those thoughts in my mind. Like, you know, fuck I just don't like know it what the hell I talking about, right? Right. But, like, <clears throat> some people have that knack of knowing birds, and I'm that fucking guy.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Am I the best guide in the fucking field when there's t- ten guides lined up? Hell no.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: I can't blow a call that well. Can I read birds? Do I know how to set up? Do I know how to hide? Do I know how to read birds? I can. I, I know all that shit. My weakness is my calling.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: That's, that's it. Right? But... That's why I'm good at what I do, but I'm also extremely passionate. That's why I have fucking gray hair. I had gray hair at age 25, and now like <laughs> I'm like full gray hair on my sides because I'm I'm way too passionate about this shit, and that's mm-hmm. not healthy. Like
7: that hunt we had in Canada, southeast of town. You're like Nick, it's gonna work. I was like, dude, there ain't no hide out there, dog. You're like, dude, just fucking cut some ditch grass. What happened? We shot like. Hundred and fifteen piece or something like <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: With I Tony? Have... Two bands.
7: No 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 no. This is another one. That was another one you told me was gonna work out. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same area though. Same area, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
5: Well that was like What most... else is
7: ruining the waterfall industry?
5: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Women. Oh What's
6: that? Women. Oh. Dude, what's up with oh. Do you guys? Okay, I I'm got just, a question I'm for you guys. Getting, we're we're the, women are huntresses. i am just throwing that out there. What the oh. fuck if is... If you guys
7: scroll is. on your uh, TikTok or your Instagram or whatever, what percentage of your feed algorithm is hot chicks?
4: Mine's pretty high. I think my wife's upset about it.
6: Mine's, boobs, mine's, you know? clo- mine's close to 0%. Mine's not as high as...
4: So you're telling us you're gay? This is your dude. I out. can't,
6: I can't be
4: stimulated to jerk off twenty four seven, dude.
7: I just cannot. But I was asking the young guys in Oklahoma this, and they're like, I, I, and I was like, what? What is what percentage of your algorithm is hot chicks? And they're like, probably sixty five percent, seventy percent hot chicks, thirty percent hunting. I'm like, dude, I can't live like that, dude. Dude, I would burn my dick off. It, no, it just <laughs> rot,
4: it rots your brain. Be honest, but.
7: Oh, you guys haven't answered the question,
6: Josh. I'm guessing probably Jordan. Five to ten. Five to ten. Yeah, G- mine's maybe. Okay.
5: Probably that small too. I mean, I I look at auto body pages all the time. So every time I'm on Instagram, it's mine's all
6: weird. Like <coughs> it'll be obscure sports. How to, it'll be how to like
4: cut up a body and hide it kind of shit.
5: Yeah. And also, oh, mine's man. a lot of conspiracy That's stuff. That's all my content. I'm big into conspiracy shit.
4: So. <laughs> more than Ben?
5: It's probably. No, more 100%, than Ben. 100%.
6: Yeah.
5: yeah, more than Ben, and I don't See, talk about the it.
6: The thing is, Ben <clears throat> talks about it. Josh is like, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Also, did <laughs> yeah. you know? <laughs> also, did you? you know?
5: Shout out to Jennifer upstairs. Like, I'll talk to her about the weird shit going on in the world. And she'll be like, yeah, yeah. She probably has no idea about him. I'm like, hey, we got to get, you know, shit's going down, dude.
6: I listened to a podcast today that was just a guy talking <clears throat> about stuff that I was like, no, eh, no,
5: maybe. Mm, like, yeah, Josh. That's knows. weird. Yeah.
6: yeah. I didn't like yeah. it. Dude. But there's some the, out there that are like, the craziest, you
5: know the craziest thing that I've been seeing a lot lately is that whole Miami Mall. Shit that happened. With the aliens? Yeah. That happened ben like three was an alien <laughs> one. <laughs> but yeah, that happened me. like three weeks ago. There's a bunch of people that were like in the mall made a bunch of videos about like saying what happened. And, and now it
4: disappeared now, on fucking social and media. And now all
5: their profiles just gone. Are they though? I don't know, man. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, hold on. We gotta call we gotta call someone real quick.
4: Special, special calling, yes. Who's all that? You're, you're about guys. to find out. Huh? the Aubrey Lehe.
6: Aubrey his dad's a patron right
1: no oh, his mom
6: is his mom is cause I got a home with his dad hello i like
1: that guy jay-z auto body shop how can we fuck up your car today
6: oh shit
4: yeah, time.
5: obviously by your voice i can tell you from the south so you probably want your car donk style so uh what do you want <laughs> 20 24 26 spinners on a on a uh, caprice or what dog
1: That's yeah hydraulics and all that
5: yeah hydrox and all that yeah what are you doing yeah.
1: What am I doing? I'm not, not a whole other lot. Would
5: we'll you just call did, did Ben want me to call you so you could talk shit to me?
1: Probably because you didn't show up this weekend. I like did not I, I did not
5: show up this weekend. Ooh. I did not and I, seat, seat. and I do apologize.
1: Hot seat. Even after being on the podcast, oh I can't wait to hunt this weekend. I did say that.
5: I did say that.
1: Garden showed up, but yeah, hey,
5: you know what? I will say that the uh, mallard picture that Ben sent me w- when I when we both missed out, Jordan and I. Um, your facial hair was looking so frosty and so delicious, but I'm so light proud that you days. were. You had a Coors Yay, Light in your hand, dude. Yes. You had a Coors well, Light in your hand. I
1: I respect that. Rocky Mountain that. Cold, Coors Light.
5: Rocky Mountain Cold, Rocky Mountain Stash.
4: How was uh, uh, How was
5: your three day experience,
1: Aubrey? My three day experience was great. Um, it's the best uh, three days of duck hunting um, in most of my life, for sure. That's awesome.
4: You, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love that you had a great time because I've told people this before. I hate, hate, like I love it. There's a love hate relationship. More hate when guiding people I know or family or friends, that shit stresses me out more than anything.
6: Well, uh, yeah, I'm sure. Cause you're going to see them again. Well,
4: because, well, they also have the this pers- perspective and persona of you from social media and from being around you that you're this great fucking hunting guide and you kill all these fucking birds. Right. Which is probably what the clients also have, but, the clients I potentially may never see again, right? And that sounds terrible, but that's the reality of it. Like, I became friends with Aubrey and his family. Like, I'm probably going to see him hopefully forever. <laughs> Maybe not. Right. Maybe that's just my side of how I, I'm <laughs> hoping he's going to come to me at me least there, right? one more time. Like, guiding, guiding family is the absolute worst because, you know, they probably don't give a shit, but that's the people that you want to have the best trip ever. So, Seeing, you know, Aubrey and his dad and his uncle who've been coming here for a long fucking time. And not that we haven't had some phenomenal hunting because we have, but, like, they've been coming wanting to hunt, you know, river mallards or small river mallards for a long time. And we finally fucking just smashed, it smashed them. Not only do we have a great hunt, like, I mean, they smashed them in you know, 45 fucking minutes and saw... 30,000 mallards and I mean I don't know about you Aubrey but for me like the highlight of my trip was your dad just being absolutely fucking stoked about it
1: oh yeah absolutely
5: did you guys take any birds Uh, home with you to get mounted or anything
1: no well, they're all in pieces them. right now. Just yeah. eat them motherfuckers, huh? <laughs> just eat them up, Yeah, dude. if you'd have showed up for the gumbo, you'd ate some of the stuff. Oh, again. damn, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Aubrey, how,
7: is, is that how you're cooking most of your mallards is gumbo?
1: No, 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 no. We uh, we took all the breasts with the skin. We plugged the yeah. breasts in yeah. and breath them with the skin on. Going to grill them or something like that. Nice. likely. All nice. of that. You yeah.
7: eat the legs, too?
1: We did take a bunch of, the first, those that first day, the Saturday, we took the legs off all of them. Nice. Well, the gumbo,
4: right?
1: Well, some weren't a gumbo, but we'll probably just mix them in the gravy and whatnot. With the
7: nice, rest nice. I respect a man that eats waterfowl legs. That's a man who likes waterfowl eating waterfowl.
4: Yeah, but that is actually oh, better than the breast. I, I, I,
7: dude, honker legs, being a Wisconsin guy where we shoot giant Canadas, dude, if I shoot my, if I shoot with the clients, I'm shooting for legs. You Shoot the legs dude, off, or? no. I will, like I, I shoot, I shoot birds. Shoot the legs right off <laughs> when I shoot, when I shoot, the intention is I'm I'm eating legs for dinner. The breasts go into uh uh the breasts go into uh, a pile for the for the butcher that I'll get made into hamburger for the
5: pastrami, dude.
7: Yeah, you guys were talking about that. Yeah, pastrami. Yeah, yeah.
6: Pastrami was fire.
7: Oh, you had David some Aubrey. Yeah,
6: Fuck me. yeah. It was there at the same time as the gumbo. All right, Aubrey, what what was
4: was your highlight? (laughs) Must
5: have missed that, dude. I hope he says his highlight wasn't (laughs) seeing me. That'd be the best. Well,
1: that was part of it, but uh, (laughs) the highlight—obviously, just everything about that morning, uh, that first morning—was amazing. And then the freaking widgeons in that field, yeah, Sunday afternoon because that was the other thing. So it's always been miles on a, on, a, on a small river, whatever. And then Wigeon in a field has been the two missing pieces we've been having ever since the first ever, the whole time we've been coming to Kansas. And we checked both those boxes this weekend. So that was, that was, I just made it even just the icing on the cake, you know?
5: Yep. That's awesome.
1: It was awesome. And yeah. Josh
5: was nowhere to be found. Well, I'm, I, I feel like that's <laughs> probably a good luck charm that I wasn't there because maybe you would have, have shot it. those birds if yeah, I was I there.
1: Yeah, probably would have if you were there.
5: One hundred percent, probably. Yeah, so <laughs> let's
4: do a, let's do a segment with Aubrey on the phone,
5: right, and then we'll wrap it up yeah. after that.
4: And then we'll wrap it up. Uh, what's your that neat?
5: You're talking to Jordan or Aubrey because you're looking at, well, Jordan, I'm looking at Jordan. Okay, Jordan.
4: Like, he's going to start.
5: Okay, Jordan, you are what's, what's your what's that neat?
4: You right. <clears> of <throat> the last like couple weeks because obviously we've, we've skipped like six weeks probably uh something that, that happened in your life mm. sounds good it sounds exhilarating yeah
6: exactly so the the i guess the that's neat that i had is because the last few years of coyote hunting have not been so great for me i actually got to got to check a couple off myself and that that was good, and they were on camera, so that that was good for me. So that that's my that's neat. Actually, I'll I'll send Josh uh, the footage, and you can put that up here on the Patreon, please as do, a, as a sneak preview, yep. non-blurred and all that stuff. So yeah,
5: send it through. Uh, we'll talk afterwards. Yeah I'll, yeah,
6: I'll figure it out. But that, yeah. that was my easy. went on the old Amish coyote roundup, and actually got to do that. But also though, I got to hunt. With Aubrey and his dad, and I've never done that before, that was fun. Like, the hunt, like, we had a banger hunt. It was, like, what, 52 birds, 51 Mm -hmm. birds? Like, still, we banged on them. But because of the high wind and all that stuff, it felt kind of like a grind-out type of hunt. And I don't know if Aubrey was having as good a time as I did, but, like, we were having a It felt like one of those hunts
4: that you thought you shot, like, 30 and... Grinded for 30, and you're expecting, Oh, yeah, we shot 30, 35. Then you start doing the count, and you're like, Holy oh, shit,
1: like we killed them. exactly that. We, we started pulling birds out of the alley, you dumped a whole pile of geese on top of me while I was sitting in the blind. Yeah, we,
5: uh, <laughs> uh, that sounds like throwback, huge. throwback to uh, the pre Thanksgiving hunt a couple of years ago when I was sitting at the east end of the blind and everyone was throwing the birds down to me. <laughs> and we're shooting them and Ben's like how many birds you got 100? I'm like trying to count and people are throwing birds on top of me and um, yeah but
6: uh, uh, yeah. It, it was such a good time though because like I just could just sit there and bullshit with Aubrey half the time and yeah I was having us. a blast we,
1: we the whole time it was awesome like yeah, can you hear I, what
6: Ben's saying I don't know I said next to Bob
4: <laughs> who doesn't fucking speak or hear <laughs> And Tanner, who doesn't speak much at all, has an exhilarating time on the, on the <laughs> north end of the blind.
5: I missed out
1: Jeff here and Bill, kept hearing Ben yelling shit, and we would look at each other like, you know what he said? Not a clue. We just kept doing what we were doing. <laughs>
6: I was just trying to enjoy like, my home They'll heart, tell us
4: shut
1: you know, up if they want <laughs> us to shut
6: up.
4: And engage with some humans that wanted to engage, but no one gave me a time of day. Mm. Uh, pretty standard.
1: <clears throat> That's where you told me to, bruh. Yeah.
4: main keys. Well, would- I wanted to, I wanted to put the dog in the end of the blind that the birds wouldn't be approaching from.
6: Yeah, well, I even tried
4: to it do it that, up. like when I'm guiding with my dogs. Yeah.
6: So I sat on the right. south end. Yeah.
5: All right, so Aubrey, what's your that's neat segment for the podcast right now? Uh-huh.
1: We've been talking about it
5: the whole time. I've been on the phone. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't have to hunt with Josh this weekend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> respect, respect. Uh, ben, what is your that's neat uh, segment?
1: Um. I
5: don't know. Okay. Well, I put my, a
4: deposit on a, a new pointer pup after
5: mine died. Yeah, that's awesome, we man. We talked
4: about that. But
5: RIP. We won't okay. talk about it. RIP. All right, we won't talk about it. Um. My That's Neat segment for tonight is we're hanging out in the kitchen before we're podcasting and Ben and Jordan showed up and we took a shot with Jennifer and then someone knocked on the fucking window of the kitchen and I looked thinking it was going to be Kevin Oller and then it was my man Nick Johnson over here and he's just like (laughs) waving. (laughs) He's like, hey. And I was like, what the fuck, Nick? And then Ben was like, yeah, uh, I told you Nick was going to join us. And I was like, no, you didn't. And he was like, oh, I thought <laughs> I did. Head, but in
4: my head at one yeah. point, I was so, like, oh, I need to text the group telling Nick's coming.
5: It's, it's very neat that Nick has joined us for another podcast episode. And he's always full of knowledge and a great time. Well, he so he comes so uh, much. Yeah.
2: I come a
6: lot. <laughs> so, hey. so much.
5: So, Nick, you got to wrap it up with... You're That's Neat.
7: Mm, That's Neat. Uh, I definitely thought That's Neat when I watched a human being come out of my wife's pussy recently. (laughs) (laughs) Also, that is not neat at the same time. Also, I, I, I actually did not watch it. I didn't watch it. I was behind. I was with my wife. Just like with her. I was with her. but And then I heard it crying. And then they're like, do you want to cut the umbilical cord? And I'm like, nah, motherfucker, that's what I pay
5: you for. Dude. Oh, shit, dude. I hope you said that. I, I hope you know, look no, in
7: the No, right? I did not cut an umbilical cord. Fuck that.
5: Hmm.
7: This so, is costing me how much money? Dude, you snip.
2: Yeah, I don't need, I
7: need any more charges, right? I don't get my oil changed, and they're like, you want to put the fucking nut
5: back in? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh my God! The same
6: as like, can put two extra stitches? In that.
5: <laughs> I hope everyone that has listened the the whole episode through, I know there's going to be one, per two people, Kevin, and Lathan. we are going to what? Listen the whole way through.
4: Aubrey will probably listen.
5: Aubrey only because he wants to hear his voice while he yeah, called me on the phone and talk shit to me. So,
6: <laughs> right, Aubrey.
4: Hey, Aubrey, we are exactly. com- We are coming to. Uh, Louisiana, we just
5: gotta figure out when.
6: Yes, come on. I want to set bluey.
5: Yeah, and I'll be there for hey,
7: sure.
1: Hey, is there, is there is there an early
7: spec season you in Louisiana? You fly down?
1: Uh I think it. Well, I'm not positive on that. Okay, that uh, what about
7: early teal season? You guys like, do good. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I've done teal in Louisiana. I Damn, did it. Se- How did it feel? It was amazing, dude. It was September 13th of 20. 20- <laughs> 20 it was two 20 days 20 after it was yeah.
4: tight and hey, what year was it that you guys no no no. no it was
1: 2020 oh what
4: what year was it that you guys shot like 700 or something
1: damn 2011 we shot 500
4: that long ago
1: yeah what
5: oh, what damn. was the date Gee, was the opening day or what back
1: when ben was 30
6: no, oh, that was in that was the whole teal season. Oh, the whole se- 16, teal season,
5: sorry. 16 days or whatever. Yeah. Dude, Louisiana,
7: oh. Louisiana teal season has my fucking heart after I went there in 2020. That was fucking awesome. Mm.
1: It you can wanna, be incredible, You want
4: to go sure. down there with us and just eat until you're miserable and...
7: Yeah, dude. I don't even care where the hunt like I'm, I'm looking Detroit. forward to the food. Yeah, I hunted out of Gaton, Gaton, Louisiana. A, we're not hunting. You know where that is, Aubrey? Gadon? Gator. Yeah. Gaton. Yeah. Gato, Gato. Right. It's
5: Gator. Gato. Are you trying to be French right now? No, that's
7: what it's. Not, everybody speaks French down there. It's called Creole or Cajun or whatever. <laughs> okay.
5: Well, dude. Well, all right, Aubrey. Real quick, before we get out of here. Do but, people speak more French down around New Orleans or wh- where you're from?
1: Uh I mean it's pretty much about the same all over.
5: Mm. But not it's New Re- 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 old, Not but not, not northern. Re- but not northern Louisiana, right?
7: Whenever wherever there's no, gay absolutely people, absolutely not. People are
5: trash, dude. Nor- northern Louisiana, up around uh, West Monroe, you know, and uh, yeah, trash. Uh, yeah, D- the duck commander area. That's all white trash up there, dude. Rednecks, yeah, big time yeah, redneck. rednecks, dude. That's where Aaron Ray's from. Gaydon. so Dome. <laughs> all right, so hey, we're out of Ontario. here. Hey, we're uh, gonna get out of here. Uh, thank Aubrey. you all so much for listening. Nick has one more question.
7: Hey, have you ever put, the the teal hunt I did was the White Lake Conservation Lottery Hunt? Have you ever done that?
1: I have not. No. You, we we have our own uh You gotta we dude. you gotta. You gotta put in for that, yeah? dude. The
7: White Lake conserv they do a lottery hunt, they they you put in for the lottery, it costs five bucks. That shit kicked ass, dude. No shit. Yeah, we were the only people there that weren't from Louisiana. We we're in we were from Minnesota.
1: You got some ugly stairs, I'd <laughs> imagine.
7: Dude, it kicked ass. <laughs> they brought us to the uh the Amico Oil uh like uh duck lodge that they had there. Man, uh-huh. You gotta do it, man. Put in for that White Lake Conservation Area Um guided teal hunt. Uh uh five, com. that lottery that lottery hunt they run through the uh uh the DNR. Okay. You it's gotta guided. do it. Okay. It's guided. You gotta pay 250 bucks additional to the five five dollar to the five dollar lottery. Five
6: dollar entry.
7: The five dollar entry. If you win, it's two fifty two people, so you split it. It's 125 a person. Man, do it, Deal. man. It kicked ass. That ain't bad. Dude, it kicked, out. it kicked ass, man. It was so dope. So much ass kicking.
6: So, so much. You got so it. So much little bird ass. You, Why do people hate on teal, though?
7: And it's a... I think well, it's... I a, love teal hunting. I love it. Man. I love it, too. For the passion. I love teal hunting, man. And that, that, was, that was dope with a capital
5: D. hell yeah brother I love hell yeah brother (laughs) hell yeah yeah, brother brother Aubrey you have one minute to give us your best words of wisdom before we end this episode
1: oh best words of wisdom Uh,
2: don't count on Josh to show up well thanks see you later